Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 52, the one where our continuity gets all messed up and we have to travel through the multiverse to reboot no. the whole thing. That is not but it's happened. 52. That's what oh, that number I get means. It. Anytime that number comes around, our continuity gets thrown in the toilet and we gotta. Are we gonna are we gonna do a new season? I guess next year would be season two. Are we is it gonna be fifty three next week? Yeah, or? no, we're we're keeping the old numbering. Right. I'm not I'm not for this renumbering garbage. We'll keep the numbering. But yeah, this is the season finale of Wolf Den Live. Hello. Al Wailed, hello, uh my dry bread, hello, Ink Knight, Copacetic, Atten, there's a lot of you now. AJ, yeah. Fred, the feistiest ninja, Jonathan, Comboy. Mouthy Merc. Gavin. Gray Man. Madry Bread. Hello, all. Barguard. Everybody. Hello and welcome to Wolf Den Life. More importantly, how are you, Will? I think I'm coming back down with something. Oh, good. Yeah, my nose is stuffy again. Um, don't know why. Uh, Just look that way. Don't look at me. All right, I'll try not to. So that's all. It's all well and good. How are you? Shitty. Yeah. But <laughs> we got a loot crate. We did. We got another one of these bad boys. Look at that. Let's open it right now. Yeah, Loot Crate, of course, the monthly subscription service where they will send you a crate full of loot, full of all sorts of nerdy goodness, uh, right to your doorstep. Everything's uh, limited edition. Everything is highly collectible. This month's theme, every month is themed. This month's is Revolution. I'm hoping there's going to be some Star Wars stuff. I don't know if there is, but there better damn be, especially in light of recent events. We'll get into that. <laughs> Giant knife not included. Here, you yeah. open it. Okay. I don't want to stab myself. All right, and... Uh... Okay, let's see here. We have a Loot Crate exclusive pop final figure, Agulor Crouching from the Assassin's Creed movie. Lame. You can throw that right in the trash. Lame. We got ourselves a shirt. It is... Oh, okay. oh, oh this I is like cool. This, this is um, from Mr. Robot. It's their anonymous spoof. What does it say? Uh, F Society. F Society. Okay. Get it? Like F Society. Yeah, that's cool. Like F it. And it's a large. Uh, I should. Uh, I should really start watching Mr. Robot. It's one of those shows that I know I have to watch, but I'm never going to. Yeah, I heard it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, we know a guy who worked on it. Yep. But uh, other than that, I've never seen it. <laughs> and all right, here you go. Uh, figure fantasy pop culture phot uh, photography by Ooh. Daniel Pickard, and it has uh, Star Wars on the cover. Um, Ooh. Forward by Simon Pegg, afterward by Kevin Smith. Give me this. And it looks like it's more than just Star Wars. They got other uh, other stuff in there. Ooh. Ooh. What is that? Oh, it's Jason. That's cool. Yeah. I know you like your art books. Hell yeah, I do. Oh, it's action. <laughs> it's photography with action figures. Oh, that's awesome. That's Oh, that's sick. so awesome. I gotta see if I own any of those. Probably not. You probably that's got the sick. good that's action figures. That's an action figure. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. What else we got here? We have a Firefly Independence patch. There's the front, and then there's the actual patch. That's pretty cool. Um, and then we have. Oh, we got the little booklet explaining uh, what everything is in, what everything is, and um, we have another Assassin's Creed pin. Hashtag loot pins. All right, this is cool. Yeah, it's cool. it's because it's not movie related. Yeah. It's just and uh, the ambiguous. box you can turn inside out and make it look like a cathedral. That's why the boxes have all these patterns. Oh, inside. cute! Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and of course, this little booklet telling you what everything is. So yeah, 
Of course, if you use the URL that I forgot to put in the description, <laughs> um, lootcrate.com slash wolfden. Use the promo code wolfden. Get yourself 10% off your first crate because I know you got some extra Christmas money laying around. Why not give it to us? Yep, as I blow my nose while you're doing the, the promo. Let me put that in here while I'm at it. Yeah. So, I don't know what you want to talk about, but we got to talk about it. Yeah, uh, there was, there's no way we can't not talk about it. Um, Carrie Fisher has passed away. Uh, she died yesterday. Um, she was 60 years old. She suffered a heart attack over the weekend uh, on her plane ride back from London. Uh, she was put into stable condition, but unfortunately didn't make it and died last night. Um, this sucks for a multitude of reasons. Of course, she was Princess Leia. She was one of the greatest, if not the greatest, uh, female icon in all of cinema. Um, she was an inspiration for boys and girls of all ages. She was um, smart and cunning and funny and adventurous and everything that any person should strive to be. Not only was she Princess Leia, but she had a great career in a host of other well-remembered movies like The Blues Brothers and Hannah and Her Sisters and Harry Met Sally and Drop Dead Fred. Um, beyond that, she was... Uh, one of the most prolific script doctors in Hollywood, working on a lot of movies that I know you people have seen. Uh, Hook, Sister Act, Last Action Hero, um, Lethal Weapon 3, the Star Wars prequels. She was the script doctor on those. Really? Which just shows that there's you know, just so much you can do to help somebody out. <laughs> um, and, I had no idea she did so much scripting. Yeah, and beyond that, she was an accomplished writer. She had... Uh, you know, several books, uh, the most recent, the princess diarist, which was, um, where she revealed that her and Harrison Ford had, a had a tryst during, uh, during the making of star Wars, uh, romantic tryst. And, um, she put out an autobiography, which name escapes me at the time. Um, postcards from the edge, which was her autobiography. And in the movie version, Meryl Streep played her when Meryl Streep plays you, that's saying something. Um, and beyond all of that, um, especially in recent years, she's been one of the biggest advocates for mental health awareness and treatments. She's, she suffered a lot through her life, not just with addiction, um, to drugs and alcohol, but also with bipolar disorder. And, you know, she was able to fight through all of that and confront it and talk about it, you know, seriously, but also with. Um, a sense of humor and wit that you just don't see ever, really. And she was able to, you know, just go out there and talk about it frankly and bluntly um, as nobody else could. And, you know, the fact that she's gone now, you know, it's, you know, sucks for so many reasons. Biggest one being that, you know, a great human being is uh, gone. I don't want to stop you because you were on a roll. Thanks. <laughs> I would like to s break that by saying thank you, Austin and ShoddyCast, for the retweets. <laughs> and welcome any ShoddyCast people. Um, but word in the chat from OG Double, 
her mom just passed. Yeah, I was, I was, I was going to get to that. Um, and did you, is this before the podcast? Right before too. Damn. I was, I was going to bring that up. Too. I'm on USA today, which is the worst website I've ever <laughs> been on in my life. It is a pretty bad website. Her mother, uh, actress, Debbie Reynolds, who is also, um, a legendary, you know, screen star who's been in classic movies like singing in the rain. Um, she too just passed away today, um, at the age of 80, how old was she? 84. 84. So it's a really, really sad year. Say how? Uh, I believe she had a stroke. I don't know if it's saying. It's been incredibly well. Reynolds lost her daughter Carrie Fisher on Tuesday. Fisher died of a Los Angeles. Yeah, we know how Fisher died. Debbie Reynolds had died after being rushed to the hospital. Her son told the Associated Press she was 84. So Carrie Fisher had a brother. Yes. Todd Fisher. She had a brother. She had a half-sister, Jolie Fisher, I believe. Wednesday night, Reynolds was at her son Todd Fisher's home in Beverly Hills, planning her daughter's funeral, oh God, and may have suffered a stroke. The outlet reported Reynolds had been distraught since Fisher's health declined last Friday. Mm -hmm. That is the worst. Yeah. That's, that's That's really unfortunate to, you know, you think, you know, just losing one person's bad. Well, this year has been nothing but celebrity death. Um, USA Today has reached out to representatives for Reynolds, her 24-year-old granddaughter, Billy Lord, and Jolie Fisher, yeah. Carrie Fisher's half-sister. It's not good. No. That is not good for that family. Yeah. And for everybody else who was affected by this, because a lot of people were deeply affect because everybody yeah. loved carrie fisher yeah it, like i said and even more so last year when the force Awakens yeah came out. well because she went on you know she did all the interview interviews on tv and you know her um her personality went beyond princess leia we all loved her first because of princess leia but then you know just through seeing her in interviews talking and reacting and discussing her past and her future you know like you just got to be that much more invested in who she was as a person. You know, it's yeah, when it, it this isn't funny, but um <laughs> George Michael passed away on Christmas. And you know, I was I was sad by that cuz you know, George Michael's got some good songs. Um this is a whole nother level because Star Wars, you know, means something different. It means that much more to us and I'm sure to a lot more people out there that's to take away nothing of what george michael did in his lifetime because um, he did some really great stuff too um the song google the song monkey that's a great song uh, i don't know that song they, you should listen to it um but just what carrie fisher did in star wars and what she did in her life um being you know surviving being an addict and surviving having bipolar disorder and all these other problems it's just that much more inspiring and uplifting uh, to people so you know we lost an inspiration but you know the memories that she you know gave to us will hopefully be you know we'll be able to take with us through you know the rest of our lives you know that's the impact she left on us i think i honestly forgot what i wanted to talk about <laughs> about this whole thing i know um so So everybody, hmm, everybody 
loved her character obviously right. in uh the original trilogy mm-hmm. because she wasn't just a damsel in distress. Yeah. She fought back and mm-hmm. that wasn't very common especially right. back then. She was also the best shot out of Han and Luke. That's something people seem to forget. She nine times out of ten hit her targets. Um and I think she got more and more independent as the movies went on. Mm-hmm. And I think that was that wasn't Leia, that was Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Because Carrie Fisher, she said, I don't want to be Leia anymore. I want to be Han Solo. Yeah. So she put a little bit of Han Solo into Leia. She wasn't in a dress anymore, yeah. you know, towards towards the end of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um and with General Organa, yeah. you see in episode eight, uh seven, seven, seven and we'll see it in eight. Um she is hundred percent badass. She is not like uh I mean she's a diplomat, but she's yeah. like, you know, and, she's moved beyond that. Yeah. yeah. And what was that book that came out the aftermath, right? Is that what it was called? Yeah. In that book apparently she um she like she's in like a meeting with a bunch of people and she's like, There's a bomb in here and everybody's yeah. like, No, it's not, calm down. She's like, Yes, there is, and like everybody yeah. around her dies. Yeah. She like she breaks. She, she is. She is a warrior. She breaks from the republic and starts the resistance. That's she's. Mm-hmm. She's not a friend of the republic in the new series. So, I think Leia and Carrie Fisher have been uh, a symbol of like you know independence. Yeah, especially for for, for women and mm-hmm. in w- women in popular culture. Yeah, and there's not. I mean, especially in the original trilogy, not many women. You just get the one, really. Yeah. And you got a damn good one. Yeah. <laughs> and you, she she paved the way for the other women that we've been seeing in all of the new Star Wars yeah, movies. Yeah, hands down. I mean, you definitely wouldn't have had Jyn or so or Rey or anybody like that. Now we have... We just had two new Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Two, the, the only two new ones have female protagonists. Yep. And it's because of... I would say it's because of Princess Leia. Yeah. She, she started that. Um... And not to mention, you know, all the red carpet stuff. Everybody was head over heels for Carrie Fisher. Yeah. And her dog. Before the movie even came out. And yeah. her dog. Yeah. And her dog. Because she was just a, an absolute psychopath. Yeah. But, but like in, in all the best ways. In, in the best way possible. Yeah. Fred says, General Princess Leia Organa Skywalker Solo. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she ever took his name. I don't think she would have taken Han's name. That's not, that's not what Leia does. No. I'm going to fix the all right. Um, Rocks talk about something here. Oh, yes. The obvious question. Uh, there was a whole article that I think was a little much that was like, um, you know, yeah, she got all of her shots done for episode eight. We don't know what's going to happen to her in episode eight. Right. Like, I don't think that's enough to write a whole article about. Yeah. Like, um, we know that shooting ended in episode eight. Yeah, shooting wrapped with a episode. The big thing was, you know, what, what is this? What everybody naturally thought, what does this mean for the future of Star Wars? Episode eight, um, all of her stuff is done. She filmed everything. Um, they wrapped shooting a couple of months ago. They don't have to really uh, do anything else. It's now just an editing and special effects and stuff. There's nothing really to worry about there. Episode nine, however, um, it was, you know, it's believed that she was going to have. You know, a, a substantial role, yeah. role in there. Apparently, her role is much more beefier in Episode Eight than it was in Seven. Really? Yeah. 
Good. I, so, I'm hoping there's a lot more Luke, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liv sure Rock says, wonder if she would die in episode eight. The obvious question. I, um, I don't think they're going to redo anything. Like, whatever the episode eight was going to be, whether yes. she lived or died, that's what it's going to be. Like, I yes. don't think they're going to... I feel like to kill her off in the movie now would just be, you know, tactless. You know? Yeah. I, I, I mean... They gotta stick to the script. Yeah, you know, obviously this will affect the script for episode nine, uh, but we won't know until much later. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's they have a problem on their hands. If yeah. she was gonna be in episode nine. I'm sure she was. I mean, it's it's not that dissimilar to when Heath Ledger passed away, and you know that pretty much changed the direction of Dark Knight Rises. You know, yeah. I'm sure he would have had a much more substantial. He was. He was yeah. supposed to, wasn't he? Yeah. He was supposed to, or or at least come back. He was gonna have. Yeah, because they had the whole Rogues Gallery. Yeah. But wasn't he a major plot point for the Dark Knight? I don't Rises? know if he was a major plot point, but I feel like he w- he would have definitely had a presence. Yeah. You know, they just completely ignored the Joker. Com- on that movie entirely. Yeah. But. Um, there was an article on io9 today, or yesterday, at 10 a.m. Uh, Lucasfilm finally addresses Rogue One's biggest controversy. If right. If you didn't see Rogue One, stop watching this. Yeah. I assume everybody did, or you don't care anymore. Um, Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, Peter Cushing, yes. And uh, Princess Leia. 19-year-old Princess Leia. 19-year-old Princess yeah. Leia, Carrie Fisher, were CGI'd into uh, Rogue One. Yes. Um, and this is just basically talking about how uh, we did it because we felt like it was necessary. We're not going to do this for other films. Right. This is at 10 a.m. yesterday, though. So when did she pass away? In the afternoon. Yeah, so yeah. this has nothing to do with yeah. that. Um, they just said that it was necessary for this. Uh, it, it's good for short bursts, but we never intend to do this on, yeah. a, on a larger scale. Plus, it's really expensive. Yeah. They also got a- they had actors play them. Yeah, they had actors play them. I think they, you know they had to just CGI their faces. The actors look remarkably similar to yeah what they actually look. I they, I, I they think... probably could have passed for just having the actors. Yeah, to that probably I mean, that probably helps, but you know. Grand Moff Tarkin has a specific look. Did you see the dude who played... I mean, he's younger. Yeah. But what's his name? Let me see if I can pull up a picture here. Is it John Knoll? John Knoll is the... Um, no, he's the producer at Lucasfilm. Oh, yeah. Guy Henry. Everybody Google Guy Henry because yeah. I'm not going to pull it up on the screen. Look at this guy's face. Look at that. Yeah, no, he can definitely pass. Yeah. A little bit of makeup. Yeah, but I feel like... And the girl looked like Leia, too. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not saying they did a bad job. Yeah, they no, did a fantastic I, job know, with the, the CGI. The impact would have been less had they not made them look exactly like the characters. Yes. So, But the question is, can they do that for episode nine? No. Yeah. I don't think they can do that. Yeah, I think that would be... That uh, would be... I mean, it's... It's one thing with Peter Cushing... It's another thing now because, you know, there's a bigger time difference between when Peter Cushing was put into Rogue One than when Carrie Fisher would be put yeah, into It would be a nine. little bit insensitive. It would be, yeah. Especially with, I'm assuming Leia would have a substantial role. Um, I feel like that would be very insensitive to have a CGI Leia for, like, 
ninety percent of the movie. Yeah, like, I don't think that. Well, one. no, you can't. Yeah. You just have if you're gonna do that, it has to be sparse. Yeah, but you know you can't do it for somebody maybe, who recently maybe, died. Maybe at the end, just have her like standing there, like and like wave, kind of like what they did at the end of the last Fast and the Furious movie for um, what's his name, Paul Walker. Mm. Maybe, but I don't think so. The, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. I think they could reuse footage. Yeah, I'm I sure think that's they have about something. yeah. That's about the most that they can do. Yeah. Is reuse some footage that they have. What there's there was a movie where they did that. They there, just reused a, footage. There's a lot. Uh Superman Returns reused uh footage of Marlon Brando as Jarrell. Yeah. Um but yeah, you can't. Yeah. Fred says hologram Leia. Uh, actually, they were gonna make Peter Cushing uh they were considering just doing him as a hologram yeah. instead, but they were like, "No, you just gotta have him. It's it's too big of a deal." Yeah. Um. MDB says I can't hear Grandmoff Tarkin as anything but Grandma Tarkin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does. It does sound like. I was watching an interview with Peter Cushing, and he said Grandmoff sounds like something that flies out of the closet. You know, like Grandmoff. <laughs> There's a very charming man that Peter Cushing for somebody who's mostly in horror movies. Phantom says they can keep her and use another actor. This is cinema. They could. Leia is a character. And he spelled Leia like a, a, it's an atrocity how badly he spelled Leia. <laughs> but yes, they could they just could, get another actor. But they won't because it's a. It, it's too iconic, I think. Yeah, at this point, like, A, it's way too soon. B, like, Carrie Fisher is to Leia. It's going to be really weird when the Han Solo movie comes out. Yeah. And that guy who's not Harrison Ford, whose name I can't pronounce, is going to be Han Solo. And uh, D- Donald Glover is going to be Lando. Unless they're, like, a lot younger. Yeah. Unless this is, like, you know, uh, Leia growing up on Alderaan in, like, boarding school or something. You know, and they get... Uh, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things because she kind of looks like Carrie Fisher. If if Han Solo is like fifteen in this movie, I which he's not. Yeah, I think that I'd be able to cope with it, but yeah. it's gonna be weird. Yeah. Um. Phantom says I am not a Star Wars fan. Sorry, I don't know her name. It, it is Leia. L e i a. Yes. Uh, Clark says I saw Rogue One the night before Carrie Fisher died. That. That just makes the last scene of that movie so much more yes. impactful. Um, Jason Todd says, "Will episode nine? Well, episode nine will be worse because of this?" Question mark. I don't. You know, that's that's tough to say. I don't think so. I think that you know, no, they'll. They're two for two right now, so I feel like they're you know they'll do everything they can to make sure well look at dark knight rises yeah that was still a good movie yes. a lot of people think otherwise a lot of people can go to hell but uh <laughs> i mean i don't think episode nine is going to be better than episode eight because no, the middle yeah. one seems to be the one that everybody loves mm-hmm. but, except for attack of clones <laughs> um but yeah i don't i don't i think they'll deal with it yeah i think no, they'll, I, they'll be able to they'll know it they deal. have plenty of time yeah I just really hope this one doesn't end with like, uh, <laughs> with like Leia being like, "It's time to go on an adventure now," and no. then like, you know, the next one's gonna be all about her. Yeah, that would be terrible. That would have been bad. 
I think I think we'll be fine yeah. with Star Wars movies. I think the bigger problem here is that her family needs a lot of support. Yeah. That's that's probably a much bigger deal. Yeah. So Oh, and one last thing I wanted to show. Speaking of support, um every time, every time I go to open this, it's a problem. So the players of Star Wars The Old Republic, which is yes. not a good game, by the way. Um, <laughs> but it's still going, somehow. They all gathered outside of House Organa on Alderaan yes. to pay their respects. That is a lot of people there. Yeah. A lot of names. Yeah. Uh, nice, and The Old Republic takes place like a thousand years before Leia would have even been born. Uh, that is true. Yeah. So I guess the Organa family is a thousand, thousands of years old. Interesting. On so are they always royalty? I guess. They've been royalty for a thousand years? I guess. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't not well up on my old Republic lore, but Well if she didn't have a brother, then it would have stopped with her. Yeah. (laughs) She was adopted anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Alright, well, moving on to Moving on. Uh, my next I had another one one last thing. Um she did write in her in Wishful Drinking her first uh book. Um, I tell my younger friends that no matter how I go, I want it reported that I drowned in moonlight, strangled by my bra. I wish that they actually did that. Yeah. It wasn't even on Reddit. I thought Reddit, that would be like the top voted thing. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's what you got. Do you know what that's referring to? That's referring to George Lucas wouldn't let her wear a bra while making the original Star Wars because there are no bras in space. Otherwise, in zero G would come up and strangle you. Yes. yes. Or, well, because you expand and it, because your body expands yeah. in space, which it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And um, you, yeah, the, your bra wouldn't expand. Go see if you could track down Carrie Fisher's roast of George Lucas, because in it she yells at him for allowing Natalie Portman to wear a bra in the prequels. <laughs> she is a crazy person. Yes. And she is well aware of it. Yeah, she will be missed. Yes. We need that crazy in this world. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Enough for the sadness. I, once again, didn't actually read the article. <laughs> um, so, apparently, Ark Survival Evolved. Yes. That game. Yes. Somebody was telling us to check that out. Mm-hmm. Check out that game. Yeah, that's a very popular game. Um, there's a Steam Awards going on. You can vote on Steam for games. Okay. Ark Survival Evolved is campaigning for them to win certain things. Okay. Um, they're actually... They were in the news the other day because they're trying to give an incentive for uh, voting for them. Okay. Like a DLC incentive okay. for voting for them. Uh, they want to... Oh, let me just read the article. Okay. Arc Survi- <laughs> this is... Uh, Polygon, sheep coming to Ark Survival Evolved after Steam Awards promo blows up. Ark Survival Evolved will receive a modern farm animal, a sheep called the Ovis Ares. In the next big update across all platforms, developer Studio Wildcard announced late yesterday. That's a significant change from what the team said previously when it told fans that the species would only be made available if Ark won in its category at the Steam Awards, which is decided by public vote so they previously said if they won their category which was i think best dlc okay oh, let me make sure blah 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 let me see arc 
it's not even they link to an article it's not even in there <laughs> oh i spelled it wrong that's why <laughs> No. There you go. Best use of best use of a farm animal. Animals are a rad in almost any game is better for including them. This game used a farm animal in the best way possible. Ark Survival Evolved doesn't have any farm animals. So they're yeah. in the category for something that's happening in the future. And only if they win it will they put yes. the farm animal. Well, in that's there. what they said previously. A post dated December 26th on the game's Steam community page quickly attracted scorn as lead community manager and associate producer Jat, can't pronounce his name, explained the conditions by which players could unlock the Ovis Ares. Quote, head over to the Steam Awards page on Thursday, the 29th of December, as you'll have the opportunity to come show your support for ARC by voting for us, he wrote in the update. Which was since, which has since been deleted. If Ark wins the award, we will ensure that our fluffy friend quickly makes its debut on the Ark in the next major version update. Ark Survival Evolved is nominated for the best use of farm animal category, meant to award the game that used a farm animal in the best way possible. Players know that the game doesn't involve much in the way of traditional farming, and instead focuses on taming wild dinosaurs. For use in harvesting and collecting resources. Okay. Okay. Adding a sheep to the game would help to legitimize the nomination a bit. But Studio Wildcard wanted voters to first pledge their support in order to get the farm animal in-game. That didn't sit well with the art community, which saw this tactic as bribery. Yeah. Which it is. Yeah. And the rest of the article is pretty much just people... Yeah. Ark has been getting into a lot of trouble because they're still in early access, but they started releasing DLC for it, paid DLC for it. That's another thing it, yeah. is that it's in early access, and this is DLC. This has been in early access for like a couple of years now. Yeah, like it's starting to get ridiculous. That that's early access for you. That's yeah. the state of early access games. It's absolute trash. It's uh, it's that's just a whole other problem with Steam. In How general. about just the games out, and we're gonna keep updating it? How about that? Yeah, like that's fine too. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Yeah. What's the benefit of saying that it's early access yeah. if it's not? It's, you know, people like to use early access because there's really no policing on it and they can abuse it to no end, which sucks for games that actually do use early access as intended. Right. You know, they're buried underneath all this mountain of like asset flips and, you know, ripoffs and, you know, broken games and all and crap like what Ark's doing. How long has DayZ been out? I have no idea. I forgot that about that. That game's been in beta for a thousand years. Yeah. Um, Wikipedia. 2013. No, that's the release date of the early alpha. Right. So who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so Ark Survival Evolved was bribing people to vote for them in a category that they didn't, they weren't qualified for yet. Yes. It might have been a joke. Might it's have been unclear but... if it's a joke. They should have maybe specified if yeah. it was a joke a little better. Um, but first of all, bribing for a vote is not that's, right. It's weak and yeah. lame. That's kind of like what um, Square Enix was doing last year with uh, 
Deus Ex Mankind Divided, bribing people to pre-order it. The more people who pre-order, you know, will release more pre-order content. Oh, yeah. 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 All these things are scummy and stupid. Yeah. Just if people Just like don't your, buy video games. If people like your game, they will vote for you. Yeah. That is that is it. And I'm sure they would have won a category. They're, everybody loves them. Yeah, they're very popular. Yeah. So. All right. People in the chat seem to be saying that Ark is good and uh, Madrai Bread says Ark is stable and fun. Why not just say it's out and still being updated? Kind of like what you said. Yeah, if it's stable and fun. Yeah. All right, what else you got here, Will? All right, I got things. Um, it's time once again, Bob, for our monthly public service announcement uh, to remind oh, our audience crap. that um, next month is January, and that means new free games from Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus. This is this is the top of the this is the top of the docket thing. Yeah. I forgot, but I didn't know this was it, It's okay. We've we had to get through something much more important than video games. That is true. Um, the loot crate. The loot crate. Um, so yes, <laughs> as always, guys, if you have PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold, they give you free games. Um, we are here to tell you what they are and to remind you to go download them, even if you have no intention of playing them, because they're free games. Uh, what is wrong with you? Yes. Um, we'll start as always with uh, PlayStation Plus. Yes. Okay. I am loading it right now. So. PlayStation Plus, these games are available the first Tuesday in January, and they will be available all month long. Um, you have Day of the Tentacle Remastered for PS4 and Vita. Uh, you have This War of Mine, the little ones, for PS4. You have Blaze Rush for PS3. Uh, the Swindle for PS3, PS4, and Vita. Askin 2 for PS Vita. And Titan Souls for PS4 and Vita. Titan Souls is the reason that I bought a Vita. Really? Titan Souls is an amazing game, and I mistakenly thought that it was free on okay. Vita when I bought it, but it's not. So now it is. Now it is, and I mean it's on PS4 also. Yeah, it is an amazing game. That is cool. Highly, I, highly recommend. I will Titan check that Souls. out. I think I was gonna say this is not a very good lineup until you said Titan Souls. Well, okay, Day of the Tentacle Remastered is a very good deal because that's yes. that's a very popular game. That's one of the original uh, LucasArts point-and-click adventure that, games. That would be a good game for Vita. And it's completely remastered um, with the help and assistance of Tim Schafer, who was one of the original uh, programmers on that yes. game. And This War of Mine, uh, I've played that on Xbox One. That's one of those games that um, if you point to and say this game is not fun but is still a good game, that's This War of Mine. This is explain. <laughs> it's a very, you know, you're, you're civilians in a war zone. You have to like scramble around to find supplies to survive. Mm -hmm. And it puts you in situations like um, somebody in your shelter uh, is bleeding to death. Uh, you, do you go rough some people up for bandages or do you let him die? Or this mother stole food from you in order to feed her family. Do you get the food back or do you let the kids eat? You know, things like that. You know, it's very dark subject matter, very yeah. serious stuff. Um, it was originally a PC game, and I feel like it's more... Um, Keep talking, the camera froze again. Great. It's more of a PC game, and I feel like it's more conducive of um, that ecosystem. Like, I feel like it'd be better played up close and with mouse and keyboard uh, than it would be a controller sitting from your uh, couch or wherever. But, you know, it's free for the month. If you have a PS4... Definitely check it out because it is not a typical war game. It is. It will 
definitely give you something to think about. And who knows, you might you might enjoy it. Um so that's the P that's uh PlayStation Plus free games. Now moving on to Xbox Live games with gold for January. Now of course uh Microsoft staggers their releases um on Xbox One all month long, January first to January thirty first, you have uh, what is it? World of Van Helsing Death Trap for the entire month of January. And from January 16th to February 15th, you get Killer Instinct Season 2 Ultra Edition. Uh, they previously released Killer Instinct Season 1 uh, for Games of Gold, and now they're doing Season 2. Killer Instinct, of course, very popular fighting game. We're, Back, good? we're good. We're good. Okay. And then. For, out there's a refresh button. Oh, nice. <laughs> then on Xbox 360, uh, from January 1st to January 15th, you get The Cave for free. And then from January 16th to the 31st, you get Rayman Origins for the Xbox 360. And, of course, both of these games will be playable on the Xbox One through Back Compat. Also, I'd like to mention that Catherine. Yes. Xbox 360 game available on Xbox One. Three dollar download. Yes, if you have uh, Xbox Live. Yeah, three dollars. Three dollars. That game is definitely worth three dollars. That is an amazing game. It is definitely worth three dollars. Outlast is one of the first games that was free on. Um, what's it called? I didn't say Outlast. Oh well, Outlast is still free till. Oh January right, till January fifteenth. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was part of the December. Yeah. Yeah. That one um, was one of the first games that was free on uh, PlayStation. Yeah, now I have it for you on Xbox One. Um, I'm excited for Rayman Origins. Yeah, that's that's very that's a very good game. I would like to play. Yeah, and um, that's on Vita, isn't it? I think so. Look that up. And Killer Instinct, I'll definitely give it a try. That's one of those old school fighting games. It's very fast. Very. It has a very that had a very terrible like pay pay scale. It was free, and then like it was, but you only got like one character. Yeah. Um, This I think is the whole season though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's good. Uh, yeah, Rayman yeah. Origins is on Vita. So give me that for free, <laughs> and I will take that. Yeah. Thank you very much. There's another one. There's another one that's uh, what's the one on the phone? Fiesta Run. Fiesta that's Run. Supposed yeah. To be good. Yeah, that's supposed to be very good. Uh, I believe that's similar to Super Mario Run. The way it's supposed you play to be. It. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be similar because mm-hmm. everybody's like, "Well, you just play Fiesta Run. It's free or whatever." It's not ten dollars. <laughs> well, you know what? Super Mario Run's great. How about yep. that? Have you played Super Mario Run yet? Uh, yeah, I haven't paid the ten dollars for the rest of the game yet, though. But yeah, I feel like I could, I could like that game. It's fantastic. I'm yeah. trying to get all the all the coins. Now. Yeah, it's a little bit, it's a little bit much. Mm-hmm. Anybody care about any of these games? Hello, Vicky. <laughs> Gilbert says, "Will's frozen face is funny." Thank you. I guess it froze on a funny face. I'll have to go back I and need look to, at that. I need to like, update the Elgato or something. Yeah, every time we plug it in, like I see it gets updates. But I plugged it in and there wasn't an update today. Huh. Uh, I tried to look for it because I, I wanted to do that before we started. Yeah. MDB, I got put off of Titan Souls because of an artist for its insane public hissy fit they threw over Total Biscuit or as he... Sh- called him 
toilet biscuit. <laughs> Wait, you got to explain that to me. Yeah. What happened? Because I didn't know that. Because I love the game. I think the game is amazing. And it's very pretty. So that artist, whoever he is, is very good. Uh, Fred Bouchy is playing Doom, and he says it's mad good. That's getting a lot of Game of the Year uh, nominations and you know buzz. Everybody seems to really... Doom. Doom. Yeah, no, I gotta Doom. play that. You do. Just when I'm not around, just take my three, my Xbox One. Yeah, I, I absolutely will. <laughs> Except not now because I'm downloading Dishonored Two and Mirror's Edge Two. What old guy are we using? The HD sixty. Yes. Not the S. The regular HD sixty. Uh, Phantom says Overwatch is his game of the year too. What is your game of the year? I I honestly I didn't play much games. I mean, I guess technically Doom because I did play that the most. But um. Play Quantum Break. That was excellent. I forgot that came out this year. Um, Telltale's Batman was very good. Battlefield 1 was very good. Gears 4 is surprisingly very good. I'm not playing Gears. It's, you know, <laughs> I got it because... not it, a fan of Gears. I got it because it was like a buy two, get one free deal. And like so I figured, give it a shot. I'm surprised at... Because I was like burnt out by Gears 3. I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. This is very fun. Yeah. I'm very much surprised. I especially like when Marcus Phoenix comes back and he yells at the robots for ruining his tomatoes. <laughs> that was that was good. MDB says that Total Biscuit said that the game is good, but not his cup of tea. That's no problem with that. The artist for the game freaked out with a dozen of tweets raging on Total Biscuit for saying that he didn't give the game a chance and hates women for some reason. I'm sure there's a lot more to the story. <laughs> I would like to see Total Biscuit's thoughts on that which are probably 40 minutes of yeah. rambling in a video i love total biscuit but he has some long ass videos yeah, <laughs> um it's like a podcast every one of his videos is like a podcast yeah. a solo solo podcast he also says titan souls came out around the around when gamergate was around there there is like no genders in titan souls <laughs> i don't even remember the gender of the character you play as uh and the artist of Titan Souls was one of those people who got caught up in the hysteria and thought everyone ever was evil. Yeah, there's there's no genders in Titan Souls, as far as I remember. Was I missing something? I don't know. Because the dude is just like a little pixel guy. Tolbis' response to the tweets was basically to laugh at the rant being stupid and moving on. What else you got over there, Will? What else I got? I got, um... Okay. There's not a lot because it was the holidays, and we're the only ones well, still okay. around. This blew up recently, and I this took me by surprise. Have you heard of Frog Fractions? Yeah. Have you played it? No. It's crazy. Yeah, I've never you heard. You have to play. I've Frog never Fractions. heard of Frog Fractions. Google in Frog my life. Fractions one and play it. And if you if you don't get it yet, you haven't been playing for long enough. Okay, so Frog Fractions. For those of you who don't know, it's a web browser game. And I don't know, should I go into like exactly what it is? Because I feel like I, might... it depends on what you want to say about it. Okay. I feel like no, because you have to. All right. Frog Fractions is a game that presents itself as one thing, as a very simple, basic edutainment game. Yes. 
and then quickly becomes something else. Yeah, just wacky. It just gets yeah. wacky. Actually, I to say slowly because according to no, it's very it, it it's oh, it's very it, at the beginning it's monotonous, and then you're like, yeah. I don't get it. Well, when I played it, I was like, I don't get it. I, this is this is stupid. I don't. Yeah. Get it. I was like, how long do I have to? Whoa! <laughs> like, all this stuff <laughs> all right. happened. All right. It I'll just ha- it gets it gets slowly weirder and weirder, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it just falls off a cliff, and then it gets <laughs> weird. Okay. And then you get you get its weirdness, and then I just stopped because <laughs> there's there's so much to the game, but I just like I, I had to give up. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'll I'll spoil it a little bit. I gave up when it became a a text adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's Frog Fractions. Now there apparently there was a sequel in the works, Frog Fractions Two. And they Which had, they didn't talk about. Well, think. they had a Kickstarter for it. Oh, they did. Never mind. All I'm the way back in, two, in 2014. They had a Kickstarter for it. Um, and then they did a lot of stuff for it. They even they had They even had an augmented reality game for Frog Fractions 2. But this was back in 2014. After the Kickstarter uh, was over and after the augmented reality game, uh, nothing happened. They were very quiet on it. They didn't really um, say anything about it. Then, all of a sudden, uh, this week, I guess, it was discovered that in the game Glitter Mitten Grove lies Frog Fractions 2. The whole game. So, after per- according to Polygon, here's how you play Frog Fractions 2. After purchasing Glitter Mitten Grove, the game containing, which is the game containing Frog Fractions 2, the easiest way to get to Frog Fractions 2 is by using fireworks. According to Glitter Glitterman Grove, sorry. No, they This is a very poorly worded uh, description. According to Glitter Mitten Grove's description, there are special fribble sham fireworks that can that can be used to find buried treasure. If you take these fireworks and use them to dig through the ground, you'll come across a door. This is the quickest way to access the game. There's another door that leads to the game located in the sky. And to access that game, to access that door while playing Glittermitten Grove, um, which they, they they note Glittermitten Grove is its own game. That's How much is Glittermitten Grove? 20 bucks. <laughs> Damn. So you have to sow the field with magic seeds, pick berries from the plentiful bows of our sugar sugar fern trees and collect sparkles from the uh res repellent rays of our sun-kissed thicket to help us prepare for the long winter ahead i'm sorry they're saying the audio freaked out for a second i'm sorry you can continue okay so yeah seems like a lot of work to play uh a silly game but that's how frog fractions is i guess so you have to play you have to set aside a good 15 minutes and play the first frog fraction i i I, to to, to get it i think i'm gonna have to because that is that is such a good idea it's interesting that it's 20 dollars though yeah well glitter mitten grove is 20 dollars frog fractions 2 is free with the purchase of glitter mitten grove but that's the thing you gotta buy glitter mitten grove yeah i wonder if they did that on purpose <laughs> Probably. I mean So wait, if you kickstarted Frog Fractions 2, do you get glitter do you have do you get glitter mitten grove and I, you just have to figure out how to play Frog Fractions? I honestly don't know. And uh, where did Glitter Mitten Grove come from? I Is that I, a game that was already in the works and Frog Fractions was like, can we just attach ourselves I honestly, to it? I honestly have no idea. 
I mean, all I mean, I, it took me a while to like just to figure out what the hell frog fractions was. Look at uh, the uh, the frog fraction two's developer Jim Crawford said, "I can't do regular marketing. It's just not something that this game is amendable to." Thank no. God, because I hate regular marketing. Because people say you're supposed to spend, I saw a percentage, but now I forget what the number was. So I'm sure I'm getting the proportions wrong. So instead, I'll just make a whole another game and put my game inside yeah, of it. Yeah, pretty much. That's crazy. Imagine if Sonic Mania, you know, they, they released a trailer for it and then they didn't say anything. And then when Sonic 2017 you, came out, that's where Sonic you Mania You have to was. play Frog Fractions in order I, to understand why they would do that. I mean, just from reading about what Frog Fractions is, I understand. It It's because that's because that's what it is. Yeah. MDB says this conversation is just a series of interesting noises. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Gilbert says these do not sound like real games. <laughs> um, you have... Everybody's. I'm gonna put a link to Frog Fractions in the chat. Okay. Um. Does Bob read comics? I haven't read comics in so long. <laughs> Vicky says people are thinking of doing a clash action law. I can't say clash action. Clash action lawsuit. <laughs> it's very hard for me to well, say. Well, that's because it's not what that phrase is it's class action lawsuit class class acts there's no such thing as a clash action lawsuit class action lawsuit that's a lot easier to say yeah i will say that from now on. class action lawsuit um against cube world really what the hell is cube world i've heard of cube world i've heard of it too cube world is an open world role-playing video game in development uh by Pick Roma for Microsoft Windows. Let me see this. Okay. Why are they doing that? Uh, I don't know. Vicky, explain yourself. Didn't Q World not update for years? Oh, yes, I did hear about this. So what is it? Um, I think they had a Kickstarter or something, and they just never updated it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, um, that's the dangers when you kickstart games you never know right i'm pretty sure that was it yeah Developer. that was a while ago this game has been around forever yeah there's an escapist article from 2013 because they just stopped up or, or maybe people bought the game and they just never updated it uh i take it some of you know what cube world is and what drew me to it was the randomly generated worlds and the rpg exploration and upgraded and upgrade aspects, but after two months of no updates, I'm starting to worry. What has the two developers been doing all this time? Oh, so they were just promised updates. So they didn't get any updates. Right. So people bought the full game and got nothing out of it. He said he was going to have a huge development recently. Oh, okay. And then he just probably didn't. MDB says, but wasn't Cube World really good and then didn't update for years and then start updating a few years ago? That might be it. That might be why I, was, why I heard about it recently. I think he, did, yeah, I think that is what happened. He didn't update for a while, and then they updated, and now they're not updating. Yeah, people are just getting a little, a little cock teased by the old cube world. Yeah, that's the problem. 
Got any more news, or are we in the chat right now? Um, I, we can go into the chat right now. Guys, talk to us. You could also talk to us using the hashtag WolfDenLive on Twitter, or go to the comments of the previous WolfDenLive YouTube video. And we will answer them. We will answer them right there. Uh, just a little, little housekeeping. Normally, in the YouTube video, I trim out the beginning. Yes. YouTube's not letting me do that anymore. I don't know why it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe we're going too long. I don't know. But somebody left me a nice comment. No game, no lev says, LOL, you can hotkey weapons and spells from the menu to the D-pad. He's talking about Elder Scrolls. Remember I had yes. a problem with that? Yes. Um, and I did. I was like, oh, good. I can do that. Thank you. And I did. What, what you can... It's not you're not really hot keying to the D pad. What you're doing is if you hit up, it brings up another menu that has your favorite weapons and items that okay. you can select from. So you hit up and then the game pauses and then you have to select the one. So it's kind of like a weapon wheel, but it's not as intuitive because there's still a list that you have to go through. Yeah. Um also that doesn't change the fact that when you hit circle, it brings up a D-pad like menu that you can't map to the D-pad. Okay. So that's better, <laughs> but not the best answer. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we got? Addy says this deserves more likes. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we got something on Twitter. Uh, the Simone Stig asks us, "What is your favorite mobile game of the year?" Probably Super Mario Run. Super Mario Run, but I had a hard because I made a list of the games that I actually played, which I was in my last video. Yeah, which is not a lot of games. I know that I played a lot more games on Android, but I don't have my Android phone. Right. So I can't. And I tried looking up. I haven't purchased any Android games this year, yeah. really. That came out this year. I, Downwell was one of my favorite mobile games, but it came out December of last year, so mm. I, I can't count it's that. Disqualified. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, I, I got I got to give it a Super Mario. Yeah. I mean, Pokemon, Pokemon Go, Go is up there. Yeah. I mean, I might honestly just give it to Pokemon Go. The only reason, was... the only reason I would give it a Super Mario Run over Pokemon Go is because Super Mario Run feels more like a game. Yeah. <laughs> it it has actual game mechanics. Yeah. Pokemon Go's game mechanic isn't fleshed out well yeah pokemon go has a lot of problems it's just that it was a big phenomenon yeah you know like pokemon go is good but it wasn't pokemon go was good in that it brought a big community mm. it wasn't necessarily a good game you know right it was like it was a good experience but super mario run is actually a good game yeah i like to give a special mention to deus ex go the latest in square enix's mm. mobile go series which is very good um very unique in its own Deus Ex way. Um, and it has a create a level feature. You can share it on the internet. So that's cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Made me play all the other Go games again. Flame Blue Skull. I just want to clarify what I said. What I was trying to say is that Blizzard is a large company and nothing is done without a reason. Blizzard is just hitting on a hot topic. Thank you, and I hope your mother has a fantastic birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. He's referring to uh, Tracer being gay. Yes. Um, I just, yeah, I mean, I just think it's not a big deal. Me neither. (laughs) 
they might have done it for a reason, but like, yeah. Who cares? Um, over in this week's uh, Wolf Den Live, Jonathan Garcia, hey Will, in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic, do sparks fly out of them when they get cut like they do in the show and the movie? I think they do. I'd be interested in that. I need to I need to double check, but I'm I think they do. Uh follow me on Twitter and if I can find it, I'll send a picture of it. Using the hashtag Wolfden Live, Fred, the yes. only one who ever uses the hashtag. <laughs> will you guys say Captain Underpants will be a comic slash superhero movie? No, it's like a book. It's a book. It's a book. It, yeah, it's a it's a book. It's a movie based on a book. It's not a movie based on a comic book. That being said, I'm excited for that. It's Captain Underpants. And he says, Will, how is One Piece not your comic of the year? Because it didn't come out this year. <laughs> um, also, last week's Wolf Den Live, Michael says, I prefer sci-fi over fantasy, yet I enjoy The Elder Scrolls more than Fallout. Interesting. Very. I also like the future stuff in the Assassin's Creed games. Someone's right. on my side. So you have this you, Michael, and the people who wrote the Assassin's Creed movie. I will say that I also enjoy sci-fi a lot more over fantasy, but mm. so far I'm enjoying Skyrim more than I enjoyed Fallout 3. So, I played a little bit more Skyrim last night and I enjoyed myself. Yeah. I'm enjoying myself. St- the, I mean, like, the fighting mechanics, are, they're not the best, but they're satisfying. I fought yeah. two bears. Nice. I got my, I got to the point where the you get this, they're like, that girl's yours. You can make her do whatever yeah. you want. And I'm like, you're my liege or whatever they call it. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, come with me. And then she's just with me and she's just fighting for me the whole wow. time. And she just, she fought the bears. Wow. <laughs> uh, when this is over, you got to look up on YouTube, Daniel Bryan uh, bears. He's providing guest commentary and he talks about bears a lot. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but it's awesome. <laughs> Hey, Will, does Wonder Woman do a sparkle spin around to put her costume on? Sometimes. He's referring to um, the classic 70s show when Wonder Woman changed from Diana Prince to Wonder Woman. She would spin, and in a flash of light, she became Wonder Woman. Uh, Depends on who's writing Wonder Woman at the time. She did it in Justice League. She's done it in the comics. Um, It just depends. MDB says, Bob, I'm pretty sure if you hover over one of those weapons on your favorites list, you can just hit left, right, or down on the D-pad to hotkey it. Oh. On PC, it's the same way, but with a number key. Oh. Yeah, because the left, right, and down don't do anything. That would be nice to know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and what game? Fandom says, what games are you excited for next year? I honestly don't even know what's coming out next year. <laughs> um, Resident Evil comes out very soon. Oh, that's right. Comes out very soon. They have a new demo out. I never got to play it. I, I got to play, play that. any of the demos. I downloaded the, the first demo on your PS4. You should check that out. Here's what I'm excited for. What are you excited for? The new Mario on the Switch. That'll be cool. Yeah. That will be very cool. Hopefully it's a launch title. I, I got the it. Rumors are that it is. I got to check out the Resident Evil demo. Oh, God. I want that game to be great. Guy number 20. Hey, I'm new here. Can I get a shout out? No, because you're not. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Captain Daly. Hey, Will, are you reading Mark Millar's Huck or Reborn? Um, I'm not. Mark Millar and I are on a break. <laughs> um, Fred also asked, Bob, are you doing stuff later? Yes, I'm doing the uh, drawing the thumbnail later. 
probably in an hour, 11 o'clock. Be on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Bobble. There you go. <clears throat> uh, Dev Bird, do you still think the Switch will not have Skyrim remastered? I will say this again. <laughs> I, will, I will say this as, as thoroughly as possible. There will be Skyrim on the Switch. It will. It may be called Skyrim Remastered, but it will not be running as well as it does on the PS4 right. or Xbox One. It will not be as pretty. The graphics won't be there right. as much as they are on the PS4 or the Xbox One. It, I don't think it will, will actually be called Skyrim Remastered. You don't think but so. But it's possible that it will be. Yeah. Because it will be a tweaked version. Mm-hmm. But it will be a version specific for the Switch or the old version. I think it's most likely it'll be a specific version for the Switch. Because it, it's not going to be able to run Skyrim Remastered in its form that it's at right now. Yeah. Um, Ink Knight Vigilante None. Any thoughts of the new Batman game being done and on the cancellation of the Suicide Squad games? Did you hear about this? No. Uh, WB Montreal, they did uh, Arkham Origins. It was rumored that they were working on two games. One was going to be a Suicide Squad game. And the other was a Arkham-style Batman game starring Damian Wayne as Batman. Apparently, uh, they canceled the Suicide Squad game and are now focusing on the Damian Wayne game. Awesome. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I... Don't like Damien, but I'd much rather that than a Suicide Squad game. Are you kidding me? I guess yeah. They were they were building towards it though. Like Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad was like very heavily hinted at in Arkham, both Arkham Origins and Arkham Origins Blackgate. They did they made a direct to DVD movie about the Suicide Squad in the Arkham universe. Mm. So like they were very heavily hinting at Suicide Squad was next. Then I guess everybody saw the movie and Warner Brothers got cold feet. Yeah. So understandably so, I think. Yeah. Um I'm sure if the movie did well they would have farted it out, but yeah. uh I don't think anybody's gonna buy that if they did a Suicide Squad game. Probably not. Everybody's gonna take that movie game. That would be dumb. I also still uh think that the next Spider Man game is gonna come out alongside the movie. Probably. Uh guy number twenty asks if this is the thirteen inch. Yes it is. As is this. Captain Daly, the smaller. current Wonder Woman book is awesome. Go read it right now. It's like a little smaller. It's a little smaller, but the screen's the same size. Oh, your bevel's smaller? Yeah. I oh, know your bevel's no, my bevel's bigger, bigger, yeah. Bigger. Uh, one more question, and then we gotta go. Okay. Have you both seen the new Switch rumor from Gino? He reveals Nintendo's goal for the Switch games and Nintendo's game plan to the interests of the device. Mm, who's Gino? I have no idea. Can you Google that real quick? Yeah. Because I would like to know. This is from February, so it's not new. Okay. I don't know that. I need to be more specific than whoever's talking to us about that. Alien Covenant, Atten says. That looked great. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I hope this is a good Alien movie. We need need a good Alien movie again. 
Prometheus was not great. Um, I was very disappointed in that. It was interesting, but it wasn't great. Uh, Hello, apologies in advance. <laughs> Hello. Grayson says a Suicide Side Squad game would be dope. I, I, mean, guess, I guess in the comic universe, sure. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, obviously. They wouldn't <laughs> be covered in tattoos and, you know, things would make sense. Uh, the Gino League came out today or yesterday. I'm going to look up. All right. Nintendo, Nintendo Switch News. Nintendo Switch won't feature a user replaceable battery. Whoop de doo. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the rumor? I don't know. Oh, wait, what's this? New rumor from by Gino on Reddit. Switch event lineup. Oh. I will be trying out the Switch, by the way, on January 13th. You're going to be there. I will be there on January 13th. All right. All I see in this... It might be a different event. All I see in this Game Facts is um, if there's going to be a new Super Paper Mario. And I think this is... They're joking, but the actual Mario game is going to be called Super Mario Switcheroo. All right. No. No, it's not. Yeah. It's March 29th. Yeah, no. I don't know. Uh, you can't remove battery life. It's update three hours of battery life. Uh... Oh, that's gross. <laughs> uh, Probably video game critic Laura Kate Daly recently held an AMA on Reddit. Is this recent? December 28th. Um, according to her... in. Introductions. The main focus of the whole AMA is to address everything she knows about the Nintendo Switch. According to D- to Dale, she has a lot of insider info about the Nintendo Switch, and she's been good in the past. I'd like to answer questions regarding this Nintendo's mysterious console. The entire AMA was done in two hours, and it shed light on new facts as old news about Nintendo Switch, as well as old news about the Nintendo Switch. For those who would like to read the full AMA, blah, blah, blah. Quote, I still think Eurogamer's info is solid, knowing their info sources and their reporting techniques and practices. Most of my confidence in the DF post comes from my willingness to accept EG Eurogamer as having done their homework. I had a single source matching Eurogamer. I do not know DF sources. I don't know who the hell DF is. Any new news? Portable mode will last up to three hours. I found um, the Gino rumor. It's an eight-page uh, Google Doc. Yeah, no way. So I'm not reading the whole thing. But it looks like Nintendo has a new philosophy. The Switch. Nintendo sees the Switch and their new dealings with iOS, Amiibo, and their promotions as a rebirth for the company. Um, the Triforce heads of Kimishima, Miyamoto, and Takeda were put in place by Iwata before his passing as part of the company restructuring so instead of one president, there would be an expert in each major division of Nintendo. So Iwata could focus on overall management and other ventures such as mobile brands and quality of life initiatives. Two philosophies for the Switch. One is called No Excuses and the other is called The New Casual. Okay, so what's No Excuses? No Excuses. They felt that part of the failing of the Wii U and 3DS was they allowed too many gaps in the criticism of their products 
for consumers to avoid them. For example, too many gaps between game releases caused the Wii U to fall off a cliff, and the 3DS's 3D feature being an op- optional feature means it was underused. Uh, new casual, to paraphrase, was Iwata's conceptualization. The Wii was the old era of casuals. In that era, people were playing games due to the complexity, and thus the Wii was designed designed hardware and software to bring people in. New casual are players who love both simple games like Tetris and deep games like Call of Duty and Final Fantasy. I think that that's exactly what they should be doing. Yes. Because the Wii, when that came out, he's right. Controls were getting weird because it was yeah. 3D and everybody things were complicated. There's a million buttons. Mm-hmm. So they made motion controls to make things a lot easier and they made games that they used very simple motion controls and they got your grandma to play video games. Yes. Um, now casuals play on their phone. Yes. And they play on their tablet. So the Switch is to replace that. There's a lot more here. There's um, there's something called Nintendo S, which I guess is the not not the operating system of the thing, but the entire like ecosystem. Um, a wide number of utilities and entertainment apps will be supported. You know, your Netflix, your Hulu's, uh, Comixology, and Grubhub. Apparently, um, the name Grubhub. the names. Well, I guess if it's going to be portable. You know, technically it's happening. Oh, I gotta be playing yeah. my game. I gotta be like, oh, I forgot to eat. Yeah. Boop. The right, names of all the, the accessories are the names of all the accessories: Joy-Con L, Joy-Con R, Joy-Con Shell, Joy-Con Pro, Joy-Con Shoot, similar to the unused Wii U Zapper concept, Joy-Con Wheel, an advanced version of the Wii Wheel, Joy-Con Arcade, an arcade fight stick, uh, and the Joy-Con View, a cheap VR helmet similar to the low-priced Google Daydream. Wow. Half of those aren't going to come out. Yeah. Get ready for not only a ton of virtual console games uh, for, for Nintendo systems, but for GameCube virtual console games. We already knew that. Um, and they list a lot more games, you know, possibility like Eternal Darkness, Fire Emblem, Path of Radiance, Animal Crossing, Prince of Persia, Sonic Adventure 2, Pikmin 2, uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica. Nintendo is going to announce a huge esports initiative called Nintendo Arena with ESL. ESL? Uh, Electronic Sports League. Uh, I think that's like one of the big esports leagues. Well, the only one that's not MLG. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Nintendo is also resurrecting the N-Spots brand to highlight sports games, both first and third party, all bound together by one utility app with ESPN. And there will be a huge Super Bowl trailer done by the same people who did the Pokemon trailer last year. Pokemon trailer was amazing. Yeah. All right. All right. There, there's a lot here. There's a lot here. There's a big, can you put the link in the chat? I will put the link in the chat. You can go read all this in your spare time. It seems like it's a lot of information, but it seems like a, like we're not going to get any new word on like hardware or any anything. Maybe yeah. it's, maybe there's just more hints. We're getting mm-hmm. more hints. It's nothing concrete or anything. But it is good info, and maybe I'll make a video on it because I love making Nintendo Switch videos. Yep. All right, guys, we gotta go. All right. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, um, when this video goes up later, you can leave a comment, and maybe we'll answer it on next week's show. Um, and of course, for all you audio podcast listeners, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play, and don't forget to rate and review us because that helps us out with placement on those respective stores. Don't forget, I will be doing the drawing the thumbnail in about an hour, a little after 11. Might yeah. be 11.30 because I'm lazy. 
Uh, I'll draw a thumbnail for this week's Wolf Den Live. It'll probably be something Princess Leia related, I guess. Leia Organa related. Makes sense. I do have a drawing already of Princess Leia for a t-shirt that I did that nobody liked because it said all their on girls are easy and they got a lot of crap for that. Uh, but anyway, thanks for hanging out. Thanks. Don't forget to use always. the hashtag Wolf Den Live. Talk to us in mm-hmm. next week's Wolf Den Live and we'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. Ho, 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 what can I get you? Hey, Santa, a pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells, I should switch to Metro. It's smart, you should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. Ho, 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 ho. What can I get you? Hey, Santa. A pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells. I should switch to Metro. It's smart. You should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.